Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 12 of Jace Bellerin Must Die. It's imperative. He must. I didn't say when, but it'll happen. I'm sure. I, I mean, this episode. This <laughs> old age. I would say old age. Welcome to episode 12 of Jace Bellerin Must Die of Old Age. Surrounded by his grandkids. <laughs> and his little Bellerins. Little Bellerins. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think, who is Bellerin? Jace, I think last, last time, if my magic canon is correct, the last romantic entanglement that Jace had was with Vraska, but that was when he had his mind wiped and he didn't even know he was a giant douchebag, though oh. she's kind of a douchebag, so like maybe it's she... Like Wait, hold on. Did they do overboard? Did they like, do? So he. I'm gonna just try really hard to remember this, and I'm sorry, people who actually know anything about magic's canon. But I think in Ixalan block, he like had some kind of mind oopsie where he like had his brain wiped, and he ended up in Ixalan, and he didn't know that he was Jace Bellerin, monster douchebag. And then he like kind of fell in love with Vraska, but Vraska was there working for Nickel Bolas, who's like a plane killing dragon. <laughs> and then, I, knew, I know what you said, but I thought you were gonna say Nickelback. And I- yeah, n- yeah, Nickelback, Nicole Bolas. Guy. Yeah. Um, and I think that's pretty much how that goes. And then I think he got his memory back and then he ran off. Right. He, he wiped his own mind, which if I were Jace, I would also be, I'd be like, man, I am the worst. Blip. <laughs> Look at this photograph. <laughs> Good. Good. No, awesome. he wants to be a rock star. I want a bathroom. I can play baseball. <laughs> I want a bathroom so I can play baseball. Yeah, no, that's, no, yeah, that's an that's actual big enough to play lyric. baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's yep. from Rockstar. Yeah. Yeah, that's a real line from from yes the, from a Nickelback yeah. song. Yeah, I mean the song, to be the song is supposed to I think supposed to be satirical, but like it does come across as like like re- too, pretty real. It's too upbeat to be satirical in my opinion because it's just yeah. like yeah I do want a bathroom big enough to play baseball in. I do want that. It's, it's like, like it's like Nickelback listened to Money for Nothing and didn't get it. <laughs> And then made their own version, and they were yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get. I got to move these microwave ovens. You know, like yeah. it's just wow. Yeah. That is that is no. very observant. That's awesome. I'm <laughs> just thinking about money for nothing. I, I really like. Yeah, I really like that song. I I think yeah. I think because because I was of like almost exactly the right age, maybe a little too young. But that was like the first big like video on MTV, right? That weird CG was, um, like computer. Yeah. Computer. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I remember seeing that and getting that song stuck very deeply in my young childhood brain the lyrics on it though like that was a mainstream song Mm -hmm. we're not going to talk about the lyrics but yeah (laughs) that was yeah yep (laughs) i remember seeing the video seeing the video for that and the video for uh that peter gabriel song um sledgehammer maybe oh we're stop animation yeah 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 both of those and being very unsettled by both of them and just kind of being like wow music videos are weird uh for (laughs) for people who are too young to remember this there was a brief period of time where there were channels on television dedicated to only playing music videos and then occasionally having like hip 20 somethings tell you about what music videos you just watched and then the videos you were about to watch (laughs) and they broke it out into yeah they broke it down into themed shows for different videos but all of the good songs were like relegated to the show you could only watch in the middle of the night and nobody was yeah so there also was like uh a brief moment like i remember when michael jackson's black or white came out Mm -hmm. fox at like 7 p.m they debuted it like prime time was a big deal it was like 
well, we're Fox and we're going to play the new Michael Jackson like song. And it's like going to be an hour long. And you're like, what? <laughs> it was great. I remember yeah. we ordered pizza. <laughs> they, there used to be, there used to be like cool events. Like I remember, uh, they let weird Al take over MTV like once a year. It was like a special yeah. and he would just play whatever weird videos and you'd get to watch like, uh, they play UHF like three times in a weekend. Oh God. Yeah. I yeah. used to love UHF. Yeah. It's a great movie. What's the name I started of that watching show? MTV when the challenge started, and that I never let go. M- MTV, there's this this. Mo- I guess it's still a thing, but the the mm-hmm. modern incarnation of it is more like reality TV shows and like shows about pregnant yeah. teenagers, right? What is what is the challenge? What is that? It's it's a game show. It's kind of like Survivor and The Bachelorette had a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. But so like, like a competitive reality show. Is that right? Yeah, but they let people who are from other reality TV shows come on. So it used to be only pe- only the oh, people. Oh shit! It was like the Super and... Smash Bros of yeah. reality TV. <laughs> yeah. It genuinely is. Yeah, that's great. There are people from like Love Island in the UK. There are people from Big Brother. Anyways, the challenge. If you really like game. Like, if you love, like, Survivor for, like, the game, the challenge does a really good job of being that, but trash, which is my brand. <laughs> I remember it was... Uh, I was, it was like, what is this? There was a time on MTV where there was only two reality shows, and it was Real, Real World, which yeah. was for a long time, and then... Mm-hmm. Road rules. Road mm-hmm. rules. Road rules. Yeah. Road rules was great. Yeah. And then they decided to combine the two, and I think this was the start of it all, called Real World Road yeah. Rules Challenge. <laughs> yeah, then, that was that was the first. Okay, season. then that must be it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God. Now it's, now it's everybody. It's just Smash wow. Brothers. I'd like to say that it wasn't trash before, but it <laughs> was always trash. They it was just trash. Went international, apparently. Well, the thing. The, the thing, thing about that, this, though. Yeah. No, the, the, sorry. The thing about the challenge is that they let people come back. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, oh, it's a survivor nice. if you are allowed to come back season after season. So people are like, "I yeah. won six times." Like, so it's it's got a really weird like legacy dynamic. It's like Hunger it. Games. It's like if I want to make a career, the Running Man. <laughs> yeah. Out of challenges, I gotta learn the challenge. And being around <laughs> shitty people. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is how I there's a really, my, my life. I left really, retail for this reason. There's a really good episode of I want to say This American Life where it's like an interview with a producer from a reality TV show, and she basically like the whole episode she's just like on the verge of tears talking about how like you have to be really mean to produce a reality TV show and you have to like make people relive the worst stuff that happened to them. Oh and how God. I think what was the phrase she's like. Like, could you say that again, but in the form of a statement? So, like, like you have to say the the thing. So they would ask a question and they'd be like, you have to start with the question I just yeah. asked you so that I don't have to ask you so it doesn't look faked. And they would have to do multiple takes and people would just be, like, really upset about some awful thing that happened and be like, that's really good, but can you say it again yeah. and, like, say what I just asked you? at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just, like, sobbing. And, like, apparently it's just awful, but... If you're looking for a venue where editing is like masterfully done, reality TV yeah. shows, like their editing mm-hmm. makes the narrative. Like it's 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 beautiful I, in its own cruel way. I definitely noticed that like as I started editing more, I'm just like, how do they do they because I know they're not shooting hours upon hours and going through it to like weave it together. They have like a legit thing that they're going out to do today. They're going to film it and they're going to get the narrative that they want, regardless if it actually happens or not. And it's, yeah, that must be so difficult to do. 
Yeah, it's a fascinating discipline. I think it's it's super cool. And I'm that kind of like film dork that I'm like, tell me more about editing. I want to know about that. Yeah. How does that work? I don't care about stunts. <laughs> Give me those editors. <laughs> Give me a reality TV show about editors. But it's also the, the reason reality TV is like so huge is because like one, it costs nothing to make apparently. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. and people love it. So it's just like, why would they put time into writers and actors and like all like, you know, an entire crew when they can get a small crew and some reality people and just film them mm-hmm. and like that was the death of cinema <laughs> i feel like if it weren't for copyright like automated copyright bots for audio it would be really easy to do i mean fuck this is just wayne's world to do like a twitch like mtv style like watch music videos like channel yeah if you weren't trying to make any money i guess but yeah like that'd be kind of fun actually yeah can so what is how does sorry oh wow we're totally streaming a dnd game right now and we're just like we'll get, we'll get around to it it's fine we're, we're interesting people what, we're warming up this is, is the warm-up this is, is how the, it goes what's the rules for twitch can you play like a movie and comment can you do like mystery science theater no 3, so so you you it's almost all the bots that activate on copyright stuff are based on audio. So they look for waveforms. So they're like, this is a waveform that matches a song that we know. And sometimes Mm -hmm. that's a clip. Sometimes it's like games get busted for this. If they have like a popular song in them or the credits are like a song that's released on an album or whatever. Um, But I think for like video, there isn't like, there's no bot capable of being like, wait a second, that's Jack Black. This is probably school of rock yeah right like there's no that's it's not a thing that there's technology for yet so i think video is less a thing because i do i do like uh trailer time which is a thing where i just watch movie trailers for like three hours and like talk shit about them and that's fine i've never had a strike on any of that except when there's like a smash mouth song in the trailer or whatever you know um so you could you could get away with that i think but if somebody found out about it if it got big and then somebody that works in legal at like paramount saw it they'd be like "Eh." damn Yeah, Hmm. just make it into a waveform format, and then you're good. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, just try not to try not to have the audio in it. Well, and that's the thing is like the different. Like there are ways people try to like get around that, but it's it's very difficult. The the robots are very smart, and they can hear. No, I meant more like Simpson wave. You guys know about like where they (laughs) like turn into like a waveform of that and Mm. just like play it like super like warbled and yeah if uh, you want I guess if you wanted to do like a like a DJ screw thing and be like we're gonna listen to this one song and normally the song's three minutes but it's gonna take us 45 minutes to get through it because they're playing it at 1-800 it's normal (laughs) speed yes the robots probably couldn't figure that out great channel robots Yeah. All it's all Alvin and the Chipmunk yeah. covers. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what we're finding out in the campaign right now. Robots are the real enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Big brother. Yeah. Especially Crack- alien Crack- robots that are brought here to surveil you. Yes. That's, exactly. That's also true. Yeah. Very topical. <laughs> very political. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> I'm sure Tack has said that at least twice yeah. in their life. Oh, my God. I don't know if Tack is evil enough to use the word sheeple unironically. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have to be chaotic evil for that one. They're real evil, but ooh. It's a different sort. Yeah. <laughs> ne- neutral evil is a personal sort of evil, not a yeah. society kind of evil yeah also and here's a question for wizards of the coast are there sheep in ravnica i don't please 
Please tell us. <laughs> we need to know these things. Let us know. I do love sheep. There's definitely like goat like people. <laughs> yes. You know, yeah, they're, they're goat goat men for sure. Yeah. Right. Definitely. You know. Do people okay <laughs> the, be a goat the, man, not a sheep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that feels racist now. <laughs> Have you guys ever told that story of that guy who was just like hanging out in his field and he was looking at his he was looking at these like a a, a herd of sheep and he looked at one of them and it was a man dressed like a sheep, like just like in there, like in the thing, look it up. It's hilarious. Amazing. Just like going out to check your sheep here, like sheep, <laughs> sheep, like, sheep, a- Gary. <laughs> yeah, Gary was just hanging out with the sheep. God, hanging out. Right. <laughs> just like you don't know. It was actually. Damn it, Stephen! Not again. Somebody. That's some. <laughs> right, it's a wolf dressed as a person. Oh no! God. Exactly. I would be oh, terrified horrible. if yeah. I was just looking at a bunch of animals and one of them was a human being. <laughs> like, yeah, that'd be very unsettling. I wouldn't yes. be into that. Yeah. Have you guys seen Horse Girl? No, no. That's a woman who runs like a horse. Oh, like with her arms. oh, yeah, yeah. She looks like that boss from. Uh, she looks like that boss from Dark Souls. Yeah, you right. are a liar. And jumps like over an entire lunch, like eyes. like one of those picnic tables. Yeah. Do park. I need to like, have safe search on for this? <laughs> she runs around I'm, like a board board of the boreal val- uh, boreal valley. Like yeah, exactly. Terrifying. Exactly. Yeah, oh, really terrifying. Yeah. I'm learning so much. Oh, I just typed in horse girl and it's a bunch of girls with horses. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. I was really petrified for a second because we filmed the parody music video called Running Like Horse. Okay, here it is. Yeah, I should have done that. Yeah. God, the internet is such a weird and strange and sometimes wonderful place. It's a gift. Yeah, it's a it's a yeah, right, exactly. It's a Oh, she's from Norway. Okay. Sometimes you want to return that gift, but it's a gift nonetheless. (laughs) The first comment would be terrifying to be chased by her it's terrifying to be chased like yeah. she does look like a person when was the last time you guys were chased can you remember the last time you were chased yes i can't i'm very ch- i'm very school. chased all the time carlos <laughs> i want to get into god's kingdom so <laughs> also the next time i see you at a con i'm just gonna throw my bag on the floor and just run at you so oh, no. get ready carlos <laughs> I can't run very I can't run very fast and I can't run for very long but it'll be the most terrifying 12 seconds of your life yeah Adam Koval's chase game why like why did she why I don't understand can she run faster like that than is oh yeah I would imagine all animals run faster yeah but but animals are built for that I think, I think we messed up evolution-wise. I think we're built for that, but we just don't. <laughs> you know, we I, should all be first people. Is I like being bipedal. I'll be yeah, honest. I, I, I kind of like it. I feel like I, human consciousness is maybe more of a burden than it's worth. But standing up's cool, and the thumbs are nice. That's useful. The thumbs are great. Okay, the thumbs are great. I yeah, will, I'm gonna vote to keep the thumbs. Yeah. 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 Why did we stop running fast? Without... Yeah. Oh, why? I don't know. We all just decided we're gonna be better than everyone else. <laughs> Inside is great. So condescending. Tool use, agriculture. Forget you running fast. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I like it. Though, if you're interested in looking at, at YouTube videos about weird ways of, of walking, there's a great video 
of someone who's like a medieval historian who talks about mm-hmm. how in the medieval times people would have walked differently because yeah. of the shoes that they wear. And it is yeah. amazing. This guy is yeah. just like prancing around. He's like, everyone walked like this. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, wait, it's prancing. Really? It's, it's not like, oh yeah. I was thinking like a weird foot yeah. thing like that. No, it's yeah. fucking, he was like, it's very like yeah, delicate looking. And I, I just imagine yeah. like a whole village of medieval peasants just kind of like flouncing about like they're in a yeah. musical. It's so good. Yeah. The, the idea that it's um, <laughs> well, because like they wouldn't have a lot of art sh- support in their shoes and stuff. But I don't know. It it had the SCA in a tizzy for a little while because we were like, mm, I don't know about this, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the historical accuracy of it, but it's fun yeah. to watch and just to it imagine. Is fun. And then next time you start a D and D game, show your players that video. Be like, we're going to be historically accurate. So this is what your characters walk like. And like <laughs> your characters are nope. walking. Like this. That's what it looks like. Everyone's walking <laughs> yeah. around. Walking on their toes. It was very interesting to watch because a lot of us wear medieval shoes and Mm -hmm. shoes made in a medieval way. And a lot of us wear like wool inserts, uh, mostly because they wick away sweat, they wick away moisture and they're comfy. Mm -hmm. And so it it was very interesting to watch. I was like, ooh. Yeah. yeah. We don't wear them 24-7. So maybe that's the difference. Like our... Our feet have uh, acclimated to modern shoes, and then we. But just did you to- want to prance? Like when you put them on, are you just like, mm. Carlos? <laughs> have I, I don't care. Have I ever danced a pavon? Is that what you want? <laughs> I don't care what shoes I'm wearing. I always want I'm to always be prancing. Prance. Yeah. That's right. Oh, <laughs> that prance lady. Put on the ABP. Always be prancing. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Well, let's okay. let's prance our way over to Ravnica because we have a heist to uh, segue. Under- Look at that. Twenty-four <laughs> minutes. New record. Go us. Like, listen, we could legitimately just one of these days be like, "Cool, everybody, welcome to a new episode of Jace Beller Must Die." We'll see you in three hours. We're just going to talk about bullshit until then. Mm-hmm. There is nothing. There's no game happening here. It's fine. what if we just started the game like right when the timer went, <laughs> and the people who are like, "Well, they're just going to bullshit for twenty minutes," and they come back and like. Oh, you mean yeah. the timer at the beginning, not the timer at the end. I see. Because I was thinking oh, to be like, well, end. it's just about new. All right. So, all right. Good episode. <laughs> we only start at the break. Yeah. Yeah. Just check in, get everybody's level and hit points and then be like, well, thanks for coming, everybody. This was technically a Dungeons and Dragons game. <laughs> Technically D&D, the best kind. Mm-hmm. So in the in the last few minutes of the last episode, uh, we had perhaps the most productive conversation about getting things done that we've had so far. Um, I would like to revisit that that halcyon time. What is the plan here? You have uh, a person who has been by certainly no action of your own arrested by the Azorius Senate in connection with some kind of criminal behavior. I believe that they think that he is responsible for the fire that tax started uh, mm-hmm. in some way because, Oh, and the murder of the murder of several uh, Azorius officers during that whole rigmarole, because somebody I'm not going to point fingers, but somebody left a piece of paper <laughs> with his name and address on it at the scene <laughs> of the crime. Uh, so the Azorius arrested this person and, and then uh, also um, there is some kind of internal thing going on with this woman who charmed road last time. Um, and we don't, I, I don't think there's consensus on who this lady is, but she's bad news. Um, 
A mind mage. Yeah, some oh, kind of spells. mind taker. Yeah, spell charmed her. I was yeah. like, did I miss a romance? Togor has a wisdom of six. This is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, uh, you're back in your now very crowded with, is it stuff uh karaoke room at the uh the host in the shell uh which remains uh in the uh, border between precincts four and five in the shadow of the uh, the orzhov uh, citadel and uh you are plotting how to break uh this this fine fellow out so that you can deliver him to the rose or, or i guess do whatever you want with him you just need to get, get your hands on him mm-hmm. so what is the what is the first stage of operation jailbreak what are you gonna do what's gonna happen Street justice. So, I I want to go get a Rakdos distraction from some of the like death clowns and some of the other like circus performers. Yeah, I mean that's I think that's fair. Yeah, it's a fair real job title. Death clown. Yeah, I I mean blood blood witch definitely is. Oh yeah, blood Um, witch is that. If I can get a blood witch, but uh, like that's pretty. They're pretty serious. Yeah, they're 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 really high up there. Um, But if that if if that can happen, and precinct one has no idea what's going to come to it, like Mm. oh boy, fun. Um, Okay, so is that is that a uh, is that a a mission you undertake alone, or do you uh, do you bring a uh, a friend with you? I take tack with me. Yeah. Okay. All right. That seems like circus. a good. That seems like a good call. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, now, are you heading to? Are you heading to a, an active, ongoing performance, or is there like a, a particular person you're going to go and, and seek out, or like where do you where do you go when you want to recruit death clowns for your uh, your operation? I imagine I head back to uh, my original troop, and then okay. from there I seek out my ringleader, mm-hmm. um, and like interact with them. Mm, and okay. what way of being like spreading the word and getting that out there, or if possible, um, if there's a like a tavern that they all engage at in between shows and performances. Yeah, there is. What is the name of that place? There's like the there's a Rakdos like. Citadel. Um, uh-huh. What is that place called? Let me look it up. It's got like a for reals name. Um, I think I know, or Google does. Yeah, I tried to look it up, but looking up Racto Citadel just gives me deck lists. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because that could be. I mean, that's that's like the the main HQ uh, mm-hmm. for for them. Um, so you could go there, but you don't have a personal connection to, uh, Rick's Madi. That's what it's called. Yeah. 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 Uh, Rick's Madi or the dungeon palace, the guild hall of the cult of Ravna, uh, of Rakdos located in the undercity under a large mountain and holds the lava pit in which Rakdos himself slumbers. Ooh, that sounds fun. Um, slumbers. Yeah. He says, <laughs> cause you know, if you slumber, you gotta have a party. It oh, is located. It is actually located in the undercity. So it is. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Why you gotta be so extra though? <laughs> yeah. Demon palace under a volcano. It's it's great. You all dwell in the terrible nightmare of Rakdos. I mean, I'm into it. I ain't gonna lie, but yeah. So I think if I, I guess this is up to you, Torgor. So is yeah. your 
uh, is your troop currently performing or are they uh, are they planning a performance? Would you find Kerfuffle at an active circus or uh, or is Kerfuffle and company uh, kind of taking a rest period in Rick's Madi? I think right now they're setting up their tent for a performance, but it's still like a process because they have to get everything like ready beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's decadence as well as debauchery mm-hmm. at play. You gotta have both. And so you gotta you gotta have both. And so in order for that to happen, um there's also like the anticipation of it growing. Oh so, so they're doing the pre show where they're like setting up and yeah. people in the neighborhood are are like, What's all the screaming about? Right. right. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. uh I'd like to go there. Like where uh, I'm not sure where in let's say they're in let me look at the map. Yeah, and I mean, you you yeah. know, you can we can kind of set the stage in terms of like whose whose audience is this show going to be for? Like, are they aiming for a general audience? Are they right. inviting like if it's near precinct, like the northern part of precinct four, then it'll be mostly gruel. Mm-hmm. Um, like, who are they setting out to entertain? Uh, I, th- I think probably they're in precinct six, mm-hmm. and. This one's more for the common folk that are in the area. Mm, the sort of okay. like this is more of a low class show that will have the tax collectors coming in. That'll have sort of like the higher ups reaching down to the bottom. Yeah. To go witness this. Because it's still like as much as they're civilized and they're never gonna talk about it, they wanna be there. Nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So precinct precinct six is great because it's got it's got a um a big chasm cut through it, uh, dead bridge where the gold you can get like close access to the Golgari uh, from there. Uh, precinct six is is basically mostly like warehouses and working tenements, uh, mm-hmm. and it's like a mercantile uh, hub. So mm-hmm. um yeah 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 pretty far away from uh, from any uh, Azorius presence. So great great place to go in. Uh, and mm-hmm. meet there. Um, there is a Rakdos club here called the Gore House, uh, where maybe you meet with uh, you meet with Kerfuffle in between in between times. So that's really an option uh, as for well. sure. Okay, cool. All right, yeah. so we 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 fade in then on Precinct Six and mm-hmm. uh, Tack and Torgor uh, walking walking along, heading for uh, I guess the site of this this circus. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the two of you talking about? Are there are there preparations being made uh, on your way to the uh, to the circus? Or um, I think <clears throat> Togor feels that uh, look, Tech, you're crazy. <laughs> everyone's gonna, everyone's gonna love that. You know, everyone's a real fan of that. Where I'm coming, but uh, we get, just, I'm, I'm gonna look to you in order to reinforce what we're doing. Um, but Torgor, Torgor needs your backup on this that is um, directed, du- directed uh, madness. Hey, wasn't listening. <laughs> Torgor honestly knew this. Tor- Torgor, Torgor could tell right away. It's fine. Um, let's just go. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so as you as you finish that uh, that brief preparatory conversation, you come around the the, the corner well. and you see yeah in a, there's a, an empty there's an empty space probably in the, at the edge of uh, Midori Park over here. Mm-hmm. 
um, there is a, an empty space that is being used to uh, to set up for the uh, for the circus. So I'll let I'll let you tell me a little bit more about this because this is your troop. Yeah. What kind what kind of of circus? Like what do we see in this this open area as it's being uh, as it's being set up? So you've got. First of all, there's the massive tent that's being like constructed and put up right mm-hmm. in the center of the space. And on the outside, you have all the other like smaller tents that um, have some of like the gallery shows that are on the outside where people can get some like crazy food, um, like uh, unknown, like gruel meat. Uh, you know, you could even find like zombie flesh in a oh, weird, yeah. like tasty format that they barbecue. <laughs> like uh, they have a blast with it. Uh you can also find um oh my god is this is this one of these those like uh we kill it you grill it type situations where like (laughs) they have a show and then the loser gets made into kebabs afterwards you know they do it's a giant sort of roast that they're waiting i love it like a big pit barbecue yeah (laughs) fucking awesome and so within that they also have like some of the like animals out and about already in like their cages like and some of them coming out getting like used to the space um, not all of them are aggressive right now, but some of them are definitely fe- like ferocious and monstrous. Yeah. So there's, yeah. there's a, there's a kind of a vicious animal in, in Ravnica called appropriately a crunch. Uh, mm-hmm. so they're probably like a pen of, mm-hmm. of angry crunch getting ready to getting ready to fight, uh, when mm-hmm. the, uh, when the arena gets uh, put together. And then after that, people will be able to feast on loser. Uh, <laughs> oh, for sure. Crunch, loser yeah. Crunch burgers, <laughs> loser kebabs. It's going to be great. Um, they even were lucky enough to get a deal with some girl to get a worm. Oh, like yeah. actual, so like, like just, yeah. oh, I mean, a steak of a worm, like not an entire worm, because that'd be ridiculous. But a good, nice, like, worm steak that they're getting ready to turn into a worm steak stew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. Okay, cool. So it's as much like a like a street food kind of festival as it oh, is yeah. a, a murder circus. Well, and then they also have like kind of like what would we equate to like. Um, games on the side but like other like magically assorted like you have to like shoot a fireball at the target to gain mm. this but like mm-hmm. they don't and the know target is a person a... tied to a post <laughs> yeah right <laughs> okay cool so exactly. so tack you are you're you're with with torgor and i think torgor you recognize uh mm-hmm. these these people they recognize you right you're you're yeah. in like a good standing you you have a little bit of rival with with a uh, kerfuffle but like mm-hmm. you're in good standing you're you're one of their like beast masters and so there's a mm-hmm. lot of like waving and nodding and, and we mm-hmm. walk by you know a group of uh, of juggalos stirring some kind of pot getting ready for the food part of it and mm-hmm. someone sharpening their knives for the knife throw uh, a bunch of laborers like lift starting to lift the various tents uh and and already like this place since you're so close to the um to the chasm right to the underground mm-hmm. this place is already like pretty familiar to you too tech though you haven't you've never seen a, a rectus like circus here before i don't think um tech's never been to the circus very yeah. excited yeah so it's like <laughs> and you're you're like backstage for the circus too so you don't Whoa. you're getting to see it all kind of getting put together yeah um yeah tech's gonna run away and join the circus sorry y'all <laughs> <laughs> i quit i'm gonna join a different guild now yeah tech thinks this is great yeah 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 um, so yeah, where do you go, Torgor? Do you do you go try to find Kerfuffle uh, right away? Uh, yeah, I think most directly because we know that Winsel will eventually be moved, and trying to hit that before that happens. Yeah, so yeah I think yeah. there's like yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So talk to me about a little bit about Kerfuffle. There, uh, it's a human, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So he's a human, like 
ringmaster. Uh-huh. This um, once was a wealthy aristocrat from this family uh-huh. and just like was the most wild one of his clan and, uh, and eventually okay. just like saw it all for what it was killed his brother they got drunk one night they were playing cards and he killed him right and at that point he was like well he deserved it family freaked out for whatever reason so he left he saw this Rakdos and he's like, you know what? It's a good move for me. I like I, this. Yeah. I like that, that he, like he's a former, former noble, like formerly well off and you've managed to make him both Batman and the Joker at the same time, which I like. I'm into that. That's, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's good. Oh, he's, he's definitely a, a little bit like this, like real charismatic, charming, more Bruce Wayne and the Joker, I would mm, say as like mm-hmm. the real combination. Doesn't need to be a detective because he's more about the showmanship <laughs> sure. and the madness. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Okay, cool. So yeah, you um you you, you know where to find him, right? He's yeah. uh there, there's no he's got his own sort of uh like um area in the back because he's yeah. the ringmaster. I imagine yeah. he probably has his own tent. Yeah um, exactly. Yeah and so yeah so you head over there and uh he has his uh his like juggalo guards right watching the uh-huh. uh watching the uh the tent and um hey ben hey jerry <laughs> yeah right and they they nod and they they, yeah. they pull aside the the flap of the tent and mm-hmm. you you pass through and then they they tack they stop you uh so this clown like puts he, he puts his hand out in front of you like where do you think you're going oh. uh i was just gonna i was just gonna follow him is that cool <laughs> Jerry, no, Jerry, they're with me. And the the clowns, the clowns look at you, and they're like, ah, they, you can see them hesitating. Do you want to roll roll persuasion? Let's see if they'll they'll let you have a plus one for your meeting with. with I would, Apple. I would super let them. Can I give her advantage? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Help? Yeah, I mean, Torgor, you're so there's a, that's a zero on your own with oh. Torgor's help, though. Yes, yeah, I, I think it makes sense that you're you're giving advantage. So yeah, you're just like, oh, yeah. okay. They 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 like they're like, all right, but if Kravavel doesn't like it, it's on you, Torgor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my uh, legacy. And so yeah, you uh, you're you're led into this this tent, and I think it is uh, inside. It's like theatrically dark so mm-hmm. like you can see the shadows of of various things there's probably a bunch of like dress forms with different jester outfits mm-hmm. um i think that kerfuffle's jam is like the lion tamer kind of outfit so he's got this like comically large top hat that yes. he can store weapons in he does wear mm-hmm. the clown makeup but he's got a whole bunch of like long coats with tails and like brass buttons mm-hmm. uh and whips suspenders no yeah. shirt yeah, Kerfuffle yeah. loves whips. They're like his favorite thing. So he's got like a a section of his his tent where his like whip collection is all laid out, mm-hmm. and uh, he's inside. And you can we can only see him because he's sitting in a, a pool of lantern light. There's a lantern hanging next to his mirror, and he's sitting on a on a stool. And, and like you said, he's he's wearing his like uh, high waisted like ringmaster pants. Uh, his suspenders are down. He's shirtless, and um, we can see he's like covered in scars. Like his back has all these like um, these like really deep uh, like whip scars of varying degrees of healing uh, on them. And he's hunched over a mirror, and he's putting his he's putting his makeup on when you uh when you come in is this whip rack like a weapon rack or is it like tax mom's whips collection? 
Um, That's going to set the tone for the rest of this conversation. Uh, Well, I mean, and I think Tack knows this as well as anyone. Anything can be a weapon, um, but these are these are showy whips. They're whips that are that are meant to make noise. Um, oh, they're like cool. like bull whips, right? Like cool. and lion tamer whips. Okay. Um, yeah. Not to be touched with gloves. I get it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so when you yeah you come in, this is this is what you see, and I mm-hmm. I don't think that I don't think Kerfuffle like says anything when you come in. Uh, he's he's deep like focused on like putting his his makeup on. Hey, Kerfuffle. Pilger. Hi. He's he slowly, like, and e- everything he does is, like, very overdrawn and theatrical. Mm-hmm. So he, like, slowly turns his head uh, and he smiles. And you can see he's, like, he's got, um, he's a human, but he's, like, filed all of his teeth to points. Mm-hmm. And so he smiles, this big shark smile. Uh, and he uh, And he says, Torgor, so good to see you. Welcome back. Where have you been? making chaos you know how it goes oh you know i started many a rumor in precinct one uh i convinced many a people of debaucherous things uh you know just building my reputation i've got wanted posters out for me right now it's it's pretty cool (laughs) he just squints at you and he says uh while I appreciate your entrepreneurial endeavors, this is a team operation, Torgor. The Crunch Pits needed you. I, 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 my work has maybe shirked the last few days, but you know, I work. All right. I get the job done. We can't tolerate a shirker. Not this close to showtime. I understand. Who's your little friend? Oh, oh, I wanted you to meet someone. This is... A crazy Golgari goblin. Oh, I couldn't think of a, a G word that was along crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good thing I didn't hire you for your vocabulary. I know. I know. Come over here, little one. Oh, this is, I don't know about that. <laughs> and he, he reaches out and he like gestures. He makes a little like air tickling gesture. Like, come here. Let me have a look at you. Oh, I'm starting to think they are like mom's whips. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> show, show them the melon muller. Show them the melon muller. The man, come on, don't don't bore me. Like Join the mellow water. It's it's he, he love it. And he, okay. he he says so he sees you like hesitating. He's like, Oh, don't be scared, little goblin. It's just me, your old pal Kerfuffle. Come on over here. Not scared. I'm just, you know, everything in your own time, you know? Like <laughs> So do you, you just like stay on the other side of the <laughs> no, room? No, I, I come over, but I over. don't show the melon baller. Okay. It's just like, this is a very uncomfortable thing where like tack has very rarely been surrounded by people more violent and dangerous than them. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's strange to act to the, the situation has changed there. There's, they are no longer the wild card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, wait a second. Someone in this room is more unpredictable than I am. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So you, you come over. Um, and how is, how is tech, how is tech dressed? As you step into the, the lantern, like the pool of light around Kerfuffle, what, uh, what do we see? Oh, Lord. Um, how much time has passed between making the plan and coming here? Uh, I imagine like n- none. Basically, like you came right here from from there. That's still the rhinestone leather outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Day, okay. night. Look. 
Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think Kerfuffle, yeah, Kerfuffle takes a, a long look at you, and we we see you sparkling in in his his wide eyes, and he he reaches out and he he, he takes your lapels of your sparkly jacket, <laughs> takes your lapels in his hands, and he like he says, uh, "Well, aren't you fancy out for yeah. a night on the town?" My mom dressed me. <laughs> he squints. He's like crazy, right? Crazy. Pack <laughs> doesn't want to take responsibility for dressing themselves. <laughs> so you're a Golgari. What do you do? You mean as a Golgari or just in general or like in an ex- ex- existential? He just smiles and like does that like new metal guitarist head tilt thing. <laughs> Oh, cool! Right. What? What do? You, what do you? Who's your dealer? <laughs> and uh, and he says, uh, "Oh, we get everything from the fortress. Rakdos makes it himself, or so I hear." Oh, oh cool, cool, cool! Uh, mental map that Tag draws in there. <laughs> like you see, their eyes like glaze over for a second as they like draw a mental map in there. The yeah, together. cool, cool, cool. Do you want to maybe kill some cops? <laughs> see, crazy. I mean, to am the point. Right? To to almost anyone else, that would be a very off putting uh, proposal. But he looks over at Torgor. Uh, and he uh, and he says, uh, "Oh, Torgor, I like this one. I know, right? Yeah. Got a seven charisma. <laughs> charisma is a complicated concept. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know, it's a societal guess. You yeah. know, different circles. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So he, uh, yeah, he says." Uh, so I guess you're not here to get back to work. Oh, absolutely! I will definitely be back to work. Showtime and. I know I wasn't here to put up, but you know what's going to be here to close down? When the mess happens, this guy. You know, you're never going to raise yourself in the ranks if you don't put in the time gallivanting out there with your friends. You can't be a solo operator forever. We're a guild, Torgor. That means we work together. Yeah, Torgor. Uh, Torgor tor- okay. <laughs> Torgor knows. So while, but, but Kerfuffle, come on. Yeah, like, now while while you're talking, Kerfuffle, like Tack, you've turned around to look at Torgor, and Kerfuffle is just like running his nails over your scalp like you're like a cat. Uh, I don't love it. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, uh, and he's just like, like, pet, like scratching your head. Because <laughs> it's right at arm level, so. <laughs> Yeah. Get out. <laughs> so he uh, he looks down at you, Tack, and he says, "Now, what was this about the Senate?" Mm, there's a and is it man in jail for honestly no good reason, and we thought that was unfair and quietly unjust. So. Why not break him out and show what justice should be like through the laws of nature? <laughs> he, uh, he says, uh, so you just want to do a jailbreak. Well, that's hardly yeah, any okay. fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, w- we want a fun jailbreak. That's why I came to you. You know, if you just wanted to knock things over, you could join the gruel. It needs to be a purpose. It is, it is a purpose. I told you, man's unjustly in jail. Uh, he's and his brother is um, 
Yeah, we're like undermining his brother, who's like this weird. Uh, what's his name? Ah, crap. Uh, Zlatek. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That sounds weird. Hey, he leans. Ironclad. He leans back and puts his hands behind his his head, and he says, "You're starting to bore me, Torgor. I don't care about justice. Sell Fine. me on the concept. You want you want real chaos, Kerfuffle, Tech." You know what? Yeah, yeah, you know tech, what? Here's what it is. Tech, pitch him, is. pitch him the thing. Come on. No, 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 no. no. I, I looked at Tech and I was like, I'm about to tell her to go outside. But I was like, no, it doesn't matter because they'll find out anyways. Yeah. We're trying to kill Jace. He leans forward. Like he, he's like, well, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Well, we, Zlatuk is working for him yeah he's got like a whole full body tattoo uh we know this for a fact and we want to get his brothers to find out more mainly because (sighs) kerfuffle you know you know i i can't lie to you our our radical honesty that's that's the the bond here in rakdos all right whatever you do you do and we respect you for it. No, Tack is starting to not want to join the circus. <laughs> it's a circus of feelings. Yeah. Uh, and, and he was like, well, so our connect needs this person in order to let us do what we need to do to kill Jace. So let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. You want to break a man out of prison because mm-hmm. he's the brother of a man who's important mm-hmm. to the man who's the living guild pack that keeps Ravnica together. Keeps mm-hmm. the yes. guilds from murdering each other. Mm-hmm. And if everything goes right, you're going to mm-hmm. kill the guild pact and everything's going to become chaos. Yeah. They like it. Oh. Yeah. And Crazy. We kill some cops. Uh-huh. And hopefully many cops. <laughs> Make a persuasion check, Torgor. I'm going to ask for help from. Persuasion. We'll absolutely help you. Yeah, I think Tag's helping for sure, given the pitch. And we'll kill some cops. Yeah, that's helpful. <laughs> Nice. I bet you a strong 16. Oh, solid across both. Solid. He, uh, he says, um, well, as you know, we're in the middle of something and mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of time for side projects, Torgor, so I can't give you too much. But understand. How can your old pal Kerfuffle help? Well, I was thinking we could get maybe like five or ten of the clowns. I know there's there's roughly 40 and and and. The show's gonna be going on for a couple of days. We gotta cycle them out. Give me, give me about ten of them. I'll take ten. Yeah, ten. That's gonna mean we need to delay at least a day or two. Even better, that means I'll be back. <laughs> right, right. Like, I mean, you're saying like, okay, I'll come back and help, and I, I'll be like, you can, you can get me back. And so he, he, uh, he says, um, all right. I'll give you some helpers, mm-hmm. but when you're back, I've got a special project for you. No more running off, at least not till we're done. Deal. And he uh, puts a hand out to, mm-hmm. to shake yours. And then uh, on my way out, I'm like... So you, you shake his hand? Oh, 100%. Okay, you're only like a little bit electrocuted. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, knew, I knew this coming in. Like, like yeah. this is... <laughs> Yeah, so you uh, like you, the you hair, shake, on, like you shake his hand. Yeah, wrist. you see, I think Tech, you see a little like frisson, like zap over Torgor. Torgor's hair stands up. 
Yeah, I think Tack remembers Torgor specifically taking off his glove coming in so that mm. he can get zapped. So mm. it's like, what the fuck? That would do it. That's that would no, it's, it's less messy than a blood pack, honestly. Yeah, right. It's not like he hacked off your leg and beat you with it. Right, right. He's uh, and then I ask, I, uh, on my way out, I look at the whip rack. Which one do you not need? He gives you a wide-eyed look, and he's like, Torgor, I need all of them. They're I, my I, babies. I, I, you say this every time, but true, come on. And he, this he, is he fun. Gets I, up. I trusted you with a lot. He gets up, and he, uh, he, he prances over to the whip rack, uh, and, and very, like, uh, he almost, like, Liza Minnelli's the whip rack a little, like, he kind of, like, <laughs> leans on it dramatically and kind of, like, yeah. rolls across it, like, touching the whips, um, like, like a, like a young, like a young child playing in fall, uh, leaves, you know, he's just kind of, like, yeah, rolling around, and he's just, like, I just love them so much, and he, he takes one down, and he kind of, like, wraps it around his wrist, and like stretches it it makes this like creaking noise and he looks at attack and he says don't you just love the feel of leather and he like doing like pulls on it <laughs> well you know what else feels great and i like reach out and i hand him my f- loot okay so you're, you're holding it and he, he looks yeah. at it and, and he's like what do you want me to do with that torgor it's insurance Oh, I see. How loyal of you. Uh, and he takes it mm-hmm. and he plays uh, a, an out of tune like chord on it. And he sees <laughs> his nails like click across the strings. He's like, oh, I think it's out of tune. And he starts, no, that's not, no, he starts that's like twisting the, <laughs> no, the, the worst part. Yeah. And you can just hear it like straining as he, as he like tightens the strings no. and he's just like watching your face. <laughs> um, did, did, how do you feel about that? And is that evident to him? Do you let him see your distress or are oh, you it's, like, it's, it's a hundred percent apparent on my pay, in my face. It's just like, it's just so pain, but it like, honestly not saying anything mm-hmm. because single Denzel Washington theater. <laughs> right. Well, cause that's what he wants, right? He's, he's putting the, strong, he's right? putting the screws to you. He's like, Oh, this thing you love. Let me just torture it a little. Right. He, if I made a big show of it, you know, I'd be making a show of it. And so oh. it's really, he's looking for me to be in pain in this moment. Yeah. And so, yeah. He's From just, pain comes pleasure, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's just, he's just fucking with you and you can, you can feel it. And I think, I think maybe in that moment, like kerfuffle, his, the lesson of, uh, one of the lessons of the Rakdos is you're reminded of it. This thing that like, you only know you love something if you're afraid of it being tortured to death. And mm-hmm. so you're like, wait, I do really like that loot. Cause you watch him like get right to the edge of breaking the strings and then he lets go and he says, that's better. I'll take good care of her while you're gone. And he like runs, scrapes his fingernails down the, the strings. Oh, God. Oh, I, oh, God. And I should he, have given him the flute. Should have given him the bone flute. <laughs> so he looks, he looks down attack and he says, are you sure there's nothing else you want to leave in my hands? You know, not my decision to say. Nah. That's cool. I'm just gonna. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stand outside. Cool. <laughs> Tack is. Yeah, you're just like oh, on your way out. Yeah, and he, he, uh, he just, <laughs> as you go, he just says, like, pleasure to meet you, Tack. <laughs> See you next time. Oh, God, no, please. <laughs> okay. That's all out loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, no. Uh, 
so the two of you, the two of you head out of the head of the tent. Uh, Kerfuffle will uh, will get some uh, some some clowns at your disposal, uh, Torgor. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhere in the background in the soundtrack, we can hear like an organ grinder playing that like the the carnival music out of tune. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, as you uh, as you am walk, I looking at <laughs> this one of, like a little whip that I he handed me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so you uh, you head out and uh, and I think basically like you can you can call on these these goons whenever you need to execute that part of your that part of your plan. So you just let me know when you need them and they'll be at your disposal. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So so meanwhile, while Tack and and Torgor are down in uh, in Midori Park, uh, what are Road and uh, and Winnegar going to get up to? Um, what is Road getting up to? I know what Winnegar is getting up to now. I'm curious what. Well, Road has, has has to schedule like a lunch with her sister. That's oh, yeah. right. <laughs> we don't have one to list, so mm-hmm. that needs to happen. Yeah, I mean, I think. Are you, are, are you sure you want to go this alone? Mm. You don't want um, me there. Oh, tax tax not here. So what? Yeah, alone. Yeah, but I mean, like other people can go with and like help. Torgor is also not here. So. Oh my god, I hate you all. I hate everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. And he like scoops yes. up his blueprints. <laughs> scoops up his blueprints and goes to the other room. I was mostly joking. Do you need help? Is something no, Rhodes says through the door. I closed. was mostly joking too. Do you need help? Get out of my face. Me, 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 clunk. I love it. <laughs> all right. So Rhodes, you you know where your sister like lives and works, um, and it's fairly easy to get in touch with her. So I think it's reasonable to assume that you would have like made like a lunch date or something. Um, and yeah, it, it probably she's one of those people who's only going to hang out with you if you're willing to go to the neighborhood where she works, because she's like, yeah. I'm not going to go across town and have lunch with you. Sorry, I'm very busy. I'm a very busy Senate investigator. So, and I think I honestly do think that. Um, one road would definitely have stopped at her apartment to get like six outfits because she does not know when she will be back. So she's got <laughs> okay. like, she like went and did that first, even though we kind of all agreed not to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, and then I think that can like we, road's going to try. Can we take a second to see what road's apartment looks like? Because we haven't, we haven't seen where road lives. Well, yeah, we, we, there's a huge bathroom. I remembered we talked about mm-hmm. the bathroom. Yeah, being large. <laughs> so when you when you get there and you you come in and you you like take a look around your house, um, what is what is it like? Is it are you very business like? Do you just come in and grab your stuff and and leave, or is there a moment where you're like, you look at your bed and you're like, I could sleep there tonight, but I'm caught up in this whole thing. Like, what's Rhodes? What's this emotional subtext of you being home? Yeah, it's. It's kind of a place that she tries to keep as um, emotionally adrift as possible. Uh-huh. Um, so it's like she didn't make the bed too comfortable because then she'd want to be in it more. And <laughs> it's one of those people where it's like, no, I'm not going to buy a couch. Why would I need a couch in this apartment? And so I feel like the closet has like become the office. And now the closet is just out in the, the actual living space because she had too many clothes. Mm-hmm. So it's her apartment, I think, is just a glorified closet. At this nice. Nice. You live in a storage facility. Yeah. For several separate outfits. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, cool. I'm sure she spends 
more of her rent than she should on clothing. So I like so I like that. So it's like the place is just a venue, but the clothes are what's important to Road. Yeah. Interesting. For sure. Okay, cool. Cool. All right. So you you pick out some some outfits that you think you might need for later uh, and then head off to meet your. uh... Yeah. And actually, while I'm there, because I'm in one of the Zonauts, um, I'd quickly like to just sneak down into like I have I have some sort of clearance, I'm sure. But I just like to sneak into like whatever the rejects room is. Right, because your your apartment is in in like one of the subterranean like simic yeah. uh, facilities. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'd so, like to just like sneak into a like an experiments reject room, and just kind of like steal like a small like weird looking fish that was experimented on. <laughs> you just want to steal like a, a. I mean, you know, a fish will just die if you take it out of the water, right? That's no, a basic it's biology. a little. It's in like, a little tank. <laughs> and I and I bring it and I bring it back to um I, I want to bring it back to the ghost in the shell. Um but I just want to take this little weird looking fish thing. Okay. Um well there's no such thing as just a fish in the in the right. simic uh philosophy. So it's gotta be like a fish combined with some other animal. What is it a hybrid of? It's a fish oh, man. What? Can oh my gosh! Could be a this could is, be a mammal. It could be an amphibian. Chimpanzee. Wow, <laughs> fish chimp. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sea monkey. <laughs> I'm what could mean? I like it. it. Good job. No, <laughs> it's a lemur. Gosh, yeah. I guess it's one of those then. Yeah, I like it. it. <laughs> I know that. I think that's great. Okay, sure. So you you want to kidnap some kind of sea monkey? Uh, from from the zone, but I think it's it's like you're not you don't have to you're not taking it illegally because it, it no one wants it, right? Yeah, no one wants it. So okay. this is Rhodes uh, solidifying her her position as Jesse from Team Rocket. Yeah, so you you have uh, it's like a a little cage because I guess this thing can breathe in in water and in uh and in in air. Um, you have a little cage and in it is and it's not like a like a gorilla it's like a spider monkey or like a little lemur so it's only like a little tiny guy um yeah like a marmoset exactly uh and uh yeah it's like a scaly monkey with gills uh and you (laughs) you just go and withdraw it from you withdraw it from the from the animal bank uh, and, and take it with you okay Sure. And so then Rudd drops like all t- of the 12 outfits that she probably has packed in an overnight bag mm-hmm. and the weird fish, fish monkey back at host. Um, okay. And so when you, when you come in, uh, I, I feel like you get a lot of weird looks like, what are you doing? Why are you, what is this thing? Or do you have the cage covered? <laughs> I have the cage covered. Absolutely. Okay. Make an animal uh, handling check. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I have no I, I, I don't know if I've ever used that skill before in my whole ass life. New experiences player. every day. Oh my gosh. Animal handling. Oh, I have a two in it. Mm-hmm. I also got a five. Oh no, you rolled a five. Okay. <laughs> all right. So as you're as you're coming in with all of your all of your your like clothes in your garment bag and you have your like monkey in this cage, um, you're trying to get it in and uh, I think probably the the monkey the sea monkey smells like something like maybe the baked goods in the air uh, and starts making noise uh, and like rattling around in the, in the cage. And 
everybody in the main room like looks over at you and this like loud cage that you have <laughs> bro just keeps walking just try to like Stop. it's fine it's fine just, just like, go into the back room okay well the room's already really crowded but you find a place to i know it's like in. one there's like only the coffee table is the only thing not yet covered and mm-hmm. bro just covers it up it's the final nail in the casket of this being the new junk room mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's what it is now okay um and then and then after after Rhoda does that she's gonna try and go um i think genuinely without warning surprise her sister oh good i find that that people like triska love being surprised i think that's like their favorite thing so yeah that's good okay cool yeah. all right so you uh you head over to district one and you're gonna surprise her at work Yes. And you're trying to like time this particularly, or are you just going to show up? Um, time isn't the particular time that like she would normally go to lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, <laughs> when everyone leaves. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just hopefully it's not like a weekend. We're just doing it. We're yeah. Just- I don't, I mean, she's a workaholic. I don't think she, I don't think she takes like, that's weekends, also true. Right. What are weekends? Uh, and like lunchtime is just like a monkey fish sandwich at her desk, uh, you know, real quick in between <laughs> and like six coffees. Um, but yeah, I think you, you get there and, um, the, the person at the desk, uh, they, they recognize you from the last time you were here and you kind of look like your sister. Uh, and they're like, Oh yeah, she's just, she's just back at her desk in the the bullpen. Uh, and so, yeah, you, you walk back out there and yeah, she, she has like, um, she has a, a desk that she works at out here when she's working on like cases with other officers. And then she probably has like her own office. But right now, like I said, she's, you see her pacing around in front of a, um, uh, like one of those big cop like boards with like stuff written on it. And she was in the middle of working on something. And she is like, yeah, eating, eating a sandwich and drinking a coffee. Uh, but she doesn't see you. Um, she's in the middle of talking to like another officer uh, about something. They're okay, on. great. I will wait until that conversation with that officer is done. I'm not a heathen. Um, okay. right. <laughs> but when, when the conversation sort of lulls, road will kind of step sort of into Oh my god! Do they just let me into the bullpen? That seems like egregious oversight. I think. I mean, I think like you're. This is. This isn't. There's no like like secret stuff back here. Like they're. It's an open area, and people are coming and going. And there are people being interviewed at other desks. Right. This is that room from every like cop procedural where I don't know anything yeah. about police, but I've watched some TV where like everybody's all in one room, and like people are getting either like booked or like talked to before they're they're taken elsewhere. It's sort of not like an open area. Um, so yeah, that's where you see her. And I think yeah, the conversation ends where like she she like takes a sip of her coffee and makes a face and gives it to the other cop and it's like this is cold go give me another one uh and he he like goes off to do that uh and then she turns around and she she sees you as she's like balling up the wrapper for her sandwich great very innocent smiles hi what are you doing here throws the garbage away <laughs> i thought you might want to do that lunch we were talking about yeah, the last time that I saw you, the guild hall burned down, and I didn't see you again for the rest of the night. Do you have any insight into that? Oh, I'd love to get lunch with you. 
Um, and yeah, then, how about before we do that, I show you something in my office. And she walks up behind you, like puts her arm around you, like, let's go over here. I have to show you something. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you go, you go, go, you go back to her office, which I think has the same kind of semiotic neutrality that your apartment does. Like there's no, there's nothing in here that indicates that a person uses this office, except that there's stuff around like her chair. There's no wear to it. Like she never sits in it. Um, the, the desk has stuff piled on it, but it doesn't look like functional. Uh, and so you come in and she pushes the door closed and, uh, she says, um, so I was wondering, and she hands you uh, a piece of paper. She pulls a piece of paper off her desk and hands it to you and waits for you to look at it. Okay, I look at the piece it's of paper. definitely a picture of Torgor. <laughs> okay. Do you know anything about this Minotaur? Because he looks unusually familiar to me, Rode. In In what way? Well, in the way that I'm... I'm sure that I met him before. Him and that Vidalkin friend of yours. The ones who were trying to become big shot lawyers. I don't know. Am I crazy, Road? Am I losing uh, I, my mind? Because I feel hmm. like I know this Minotaur. Maybe I you feel like you me. met a goblin and a Vidalkin, both of who are esteemed uh, up-and-comers. But... Um, no, I've never seen this Minotaur before in my life. Oh, really? That's so yeah. strange. He just, he seems so familiar. Make a deception check. <laughs> I, we... You are lying about not knowing him. That's true. Yeah. I have 14. All right. Okay. So she, she looks at you skeptically. And but honestly, it's not like the kind of lie where it's yeah. like, it's like... No, I'm not telling you right now. Well, she's 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 copying you, right? Where she's just like saying things that aren't really like necessarily true just to see what you'll do or say, right? Right. And she's just like, oh, look at this guy. I know you're his best friend. And you're like, well, no, I, I, I don't know that guy. Right. Like she's just trying to get you off balance. Um, and so she uh, she says, um, you know, it's illegal to lie to me about this stuff, right? Why do you sound so mad? I'm. Can we approach this conversation in sort of an amicable way, and then we can go to you being a cop? We can do. <laughs> She's like, you don't understand, Road. This job, being a cop, that is who I am. That's all there is. I dedicate every minute of my waking life to this job because without us without the senate people like that and she points at the picture of Torkor <laughs> would have blood and chaos in the streets we are the My only concern. reason that this city stays alive I made sacrifices for Ravnica some of us mm -hmm. care about things that are just our own lives okay <laughs> mm-hmm Okay, so one, you're turning into our mother. Two, <laughs> How um, <dare> you? <laughs> two, um, I would love to talk to you about who started the fire, but the first thing you'll need to do is stop thinking that that did it. That <laughs> wow, that. <laughs> um, okay, make a make a persuasion check. 
Ugh, just a straight up zero. Here we go. It's a four. Okay. <laughs> so she Can I can I give Katie my inspiration? <laughs> not not after she not after she rolled, you can't. I, I have oh, inspiration. No. That was the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reese's and pieces. I tried. Yep. So save it. She, she you know what? It's not she doesn't turn you away, doesn't she? This isn't a like hard hard block, but it isn't like the like, okay, I'm because if you had succeeded, she would have kind of relaxed a little and be like, you know what? Okay, like I'm yes, I am being like mom. I don't mean to like let's go. But instead, she's like yeah, well, maybe the problem isn't that I'm being too much like our mother, but that you're not being enough like her. You have to grow up sometime, Road. <sighs> Give me that. You she takes, she takes the paper and she like puts it back oh. on her desk. And, uh, and she says, she like rubs her temples. <laughs> just like, listen, I am just in the middle of a lot of stuff right now. And I don't have a lot of time to be distracted by whatever this is. Mm-hmm. This is a really bad time for you to decide that you want us to be friends again. All right, then how about um, how about colleagues, if that would work better for you? We already have a division that works with the Simic. Maybe you should talk to them. Oh, uh, ugh, okay. Um, so I have information that you want, and I think you'd want to leave this room knowing it. Information about what? You see a lot of things when you're inside a party. Maybe fire starting things that, I don't know, you might want to know about. This thing that you're doing right now, this coy, I know something, I'm not going to tell you what it is thing. It's not cute, Road. If you have something to say, say it. Um, But before you do that, what is, Road, what is your passive perception? Okay, um, 12. Okay, uh, there is a, um, there is a, uh, uh, ornithopter, uh, in the room. It's not, like, fluttering around, but it's sitting on a shelf nearby, uh, and you notice, like, you notice it before you say anything you see it behind her. It's just, like, sitting there. It looks like it's turned off. What on earth? Okay. Rhoda's kind of like obviously just like staring at it incredibly confused. It kind of like throws her off for yeah, a she, minute. Yeah, she looks at it and kind of scowls and looks back at you. What? I I, just, I don't know. I would have assumed you would have been trusted to do your job. <sighs> yeah, well, not everybody feels as comfortable with those things. I I don't. I think they're awful. <laughs> you came here to say something. What is it? Um Do you know why Wenzel Ironclad was arrested? Wenzel Ironclad. Uh n- no, what what who's Wenzel Ironclad? That's his name, right? I didn't it is, yes. No, up. you're right. You're right. Yeah, I would have told you. I wouldn't have had the NPC, like, Great. bust your ass about uh-huh. Yeah. Is he not in... Oh, no. He... We thought that he was arrested for starting the fire. Uh, no, no. Oh, no. It was all those murder... 
sorry, I'm back on the same page. Yeah, it's okay. I, I assume I assume that Roe didn't say any of that out loud. Okay. No, I had to figure. How do you know about all the murders? What do you know about all the murders in the uh, basement that I don't know about? Yeah. <laughs> um, do you, you've not, you've never heard his name? He's in well, a Zorius right now. Uh, she, um, yeah, she, you can see her like working through it in her head and, and she's like, well, I know an ironclad. That, that was the whole point of the, before the fire and everything. But hold on, don't touch anything. And she, she walks out of her office. I absolutely touch things. <laughs> so she leaves. <laughs> what are you going to do? You have some time I while she goes like, to like. I my head over to look at the papers on the desk. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, make an investigation check. Maybe remove anything relating to me. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a sultry voice. A sultry minotaur voice. <laughs> okay. Please. It seems to you, it seems to you that your sister, Officer Triska, is the officer in charge of finding Torgor. (laughs) That her, her current, she, she was the one who, when, when this, this, this case came up, uh, yeah, finding this, this mad minotaur, (laughs) that's, this is the, this is the job. She's currently on the, uh, she's on the hunt for, uh, yeah, for Torgor. All right. Okay. That's great news. Yeah. That doesn't now they don't within eleven. I you don't have enough time to like really figure out how close they are or how much they know uh, about Torgor yet. But yeah, she is personally uh, responsible in some way for that. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. Cool. It looks like uh, road road is temporarily frozen, so that's all right. We can we can cut away. <laughs> we'll come back to you, road. Katie's very good at sitting very still. Okay, you're good? I'm not. There you go. <laughs> I promise. No, it's okay. It's all right. I just wanted to see if we needed to to jump over to Winnegar, but if you're back, we're good. No, my gosh, I'm back. I'm so sorry. It's the okay. Letters. It was only a second. So what? Uh, yeah, what are you doing when she comes back? Are you like just kind of standing staring at the wall? Does she like almost catch you? I'm I'm sitting with my feet up on her desk. (laughs) Okay, the opposite of both of those things. All right, so she comes in and she's holding a a file. She's holding some papers and she looks at you and she's like, "Get away from there!" (laughs) I I just kind of I imagine it's a rolling chair. I just kind of push my chair back, but I'm still roll away from her desk. Okay, (laughs) yeah. All right, she uh, she looks at the the file and, and she's like. I can't show you this, but I asked around and there is an ironclad currently in Azorius custody. I can't tell you what for, but I can confirm that we have him. Why? Okay. What do you need him for? What are you doing here? I just, I just need to have a conversation with him. She she shakes her head and she says the only person who's allowed to talk to him right now is his lawyer and I don't think he has one. What if I oh, got man. him a lawyer? Should have took someone along. And she <laughs> she puts she puts her hands up and she's like, if if you want to hire a lawyer for this guy, then sure, but you're gonna have to make it fast. He's being transferred. 
Okay, so then if I get a lawyer, where am I going? If I have to meet him before he's transferred. Do it quick and come back here. Because in a couple of days, he's going to be out of your hands. And whether he has a lawyer or not, it's not going to matter. This guy upset some pretty important people. How are you involved in this? Are you in trouble, Road? I've always been in trouble. That's kind of the thing, you know? I don't mean your usual bullshit. I mean real trouble. Did you (laughs) do something? I didn't do anything. I've heard that before. I'm just trying. As same as you, I am trying to make the world a better place. (laughs) She gives you a judgmental look that you've seen on your mother's face many times. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, And then... I just kind of like looked down at the portrait of Torgo and I was like, listen, I'll be a, I'll be a hundred with you. Torgo did not start that fire. You're going to need to figure something else out. You know, if I could just have a conversation with this Torgo, we could get all of this sorted out. And if your friend hasn't done anything wrong, well, he's got nothing to be afraid of. I've got terrible news. None of my friends trust cops, so I'm. <laughs> she she shakes her head and she's like, "That's that's the problem." There's a. Yeah, hundred fifty percent makes that noise. Yeah. Oh god. <sighs> Everybody thinks they know best now. Everybody thinks they can just go and be a a Boros vigilante, or that. It doesn't matter if there's law and order in Ramnica. Even the guild pack just fucked off. How are we supposed to keep this place together if... (sighs) You know what? It doesn't matter. You made your choice a long time ago. I don't have time to have lunch with you, Road. I have a job to do. I have work to do. Some of us need to keep this place from going to hell. So if you could get out of my office... And go back to whatever trouble you're in. That would be great. All right. Um, I'll go. But I just want you to know that if it's lawfulness that you're clinging to in these coming times, you're going to be cast adrift quite quickly. (laughs) Find me if you need help. And then I leave. Okay. Yeah. And so you walk walk back through. And I I think this is the like... um, the the kind of like reaffirming shot where you know you walk through the the azorius um like bull pit and there's like yeah like shouting and we see like a gruel trying to like break his handcuffs and a bunch of cops have to run over and it's all kind of in slow motion showing all of this like chaos and then there's the the like microcosm of like an under policed uh room there's not enough people to handle all of the the chaos that's boiling over and you you walk right through it uh, and uh, and head out and we see your, your sister standing at the door arms folded watching you like that girl goddamn. <laughs> well it wasn't great but it also wasn't awful <laughs> so. yeah you learned a thing or two mm-hmm. and and hey you have a you have a sea monkey to go home to now so that's good <laughs> that's the most All important right. part Time to go find a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, or like uh, invent one, or I, yeah. Orlando like and uh, Ronald Cuffington. Ronald Cuffington. Ronald Cuffington. Yeah, I think this is a job for Ronald Cuffington. I'm so mad. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! wait. You oh, don't want 
Barbando, his partner there as well. <laughs> so, so the the Azorius Senate have like lawmakers and uh, and cops, but the the procedure of uh, of law is maybe more a part of the Orzhov. Like they have advocates, and like you, it's a very like money driven thing where you have to buy a very expensive lawyer from the Orzhov, and they will convince the Azorius that it is in everyone's best interest to punish you less severely. Um, so that would be, yeah, the Orzhov would be where you would need to go to get yourself a real lawyer or pretend to be one, I guess. Uh, so that's that's something that Rode would know. Uh, cool. All right, I'm heading back to host okay. to see if anyone knows how to get someone who can <laughs> either be a lawyer or pretend to be one. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll go great. That'll be fine. Uh, okay, cool. So you head back to the uh, the host in the shell, and I think rather than rather than start on checking in with uh, with Winnegar now, let's grab our break, and when we get back, we'll do uh, we'll we'll go see if Winnegar is going to. You have so many options. Like you could go mend your relationship with Rourke or mm-hmm. you could go chase down Ral or you could make something that explodes. All of those are great options. I'm looking forward to seeing what Winnegar gets up to when we get back. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. Woo-hoo. 